0: The computer does it. It takes a bit. Good, good noonday to you all. Hey, <laughs> hey, it's good to have uh, you all on with us uh, today. My name is Brian Klein. I've got my daughter Kirsten here, and my son-in-law Raúl from uh, from Ecuador. They're going to join me here. We are uh, live from um, our home here, and uh, just uh, they live with us, so we can uh, not have to you know, practice social distancing <laughs> so we can be nice and tight and close together like this. But hey, it's good to have you all here with us. It's our noonday devotional time uh, that we have with you as a church. And, you know, one of the things we want to just constantly remind you is that you matter to us. That's why we're, we're doing this. You matter to us. And we want to reach out to you. And we want to uh, just encourage you and, you uh, speak into uh, each of you and pray for you. This is all about time to get together to pray and uh, to share. So what we're going to do is uh, we're, we're going to go through just a few announcements, just some reminders of what's coming up uh, this weekend and um, what's going on in our community. And then uh, we are going to Uh, do a devotional piece and really ask if any of you we'd like for you to interact with us so if you would uh go to the comment section and just fill out uh just let us know that you're that you're here with us put an emoji up there or say hi or whatever but as we go through the devotional uh later on we will ask for you to uh um uh share maybe some prayer requests and uh those kind of things as well. Okay. So um here's here's a few announcements uh for for uh what's going on at the church. Uh this uh Saturday um the uh Sunday school the children's ministry will have uh not Sunday school it'll be basically their live children's program going on so be sure to tune in to that Uh, this uh, Saturday night and then Sunday at 9 15 and 11 o'clock will be the uh, services together and you know I I think I've been calling and talking to people throughout the week and and I think we're all just kind of anxious to get back together again we're all kind of getting anxious to be able to see each other again and and uh, to worship together but we are in a, a, a great day where we can do this by uh live streaming and recording and all of that. So that's that's an awesome time. Uh in the afternoon, uh bilingual ministry will have theirs. I think theirs is at uh I, I can't remember exactly one or two o'clock in the afternoon. And then C20 has theirs uh Sunday evening around six o'clock, I believe. So um uh, those are the things that are happening. Uh uh, around uh, the, the church here, and and uh, you know, there's always opportunities to minister in the community to your neighbor. And one of the things that we've been talking about for the last few months is um, loving the one and uh, being able to love the one in our in our neighborhood, being able to love the one around us. And uh, so we're going to be. That's been our church initiative, and God has really kind of just kind of uh, enclosed our oneness here a little bit uh, to where we really have, you know, our selections are really narrowed down to our neighborhood, to maybe someone in our house, uh, maybe just a few people in our workplace. And then trying to figure out how to love the one uh, six feet away. So. And, uh, so it's, uh, it's good. Yeah, Gary, I know. I I, don't smile. I'm watching. All right. Uh, (laughs) I gotcha. Um, so, um, I want, I want to pray and then we're going to get into, uh, a passage in Lamentations chapter, chapter three. And, uh, so, um, Let's pray and then we'll get into this study. And I'm going to have Raul and Kirsten kind of dialogue with me and some of the things that maybe they've been experiencing through this social distancing and uh, uh, just this whole virus uh, uh, at the pandemic and everything. So, Father, thank you. Thank you for the time we can have together. Thank you for your love for us. Thank you that in the midst of um, missing one another and being taken out of our routine um and the change in the quick shift that has happened in our lives um and this has gone on and on and we just all are anticipating when are we going to get to the other end and yet uh father it's what we do in the in-between time that really matters when we get to the other end how are we going to come out of this and i pray lord that we will uh this this noon hour, be able to encourage one another, uh, lift one another up as we get into your word now. In Christ's name, we pray. Amen, amen. amen. So um, I want to I want to share some thoughts through um, Lamentations chapter three, and uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna see, Kirsten, would you mind reading um, a couple verses here, uh, verses. Uh, 17 and 18. And then we're going to discuss this a little bit. And uh, so go ahead.
1: Okay. I have been deprived of peace. I have forgotten what prosperity is. So I say my splendor is gone and all that I had hoped from, from the
0: Lord. Okay. So so Jeremiah is the author here and and he is saying he's feeling deprived and he, he he is forgetting things. <laughs> He's forgetting what once was. Okay. So what I want you to do as I want you to dialogue with me on the comment section if you're online. So what are some things that you're feeling deprived of right now? Okay. Uh Jeremiah says, I'm deprived of peace. What what is it that you're deprived of? Maybe Raul Kirsten, what have you been feeling deprived of as others are commenting?
2: What are some things that you're feeling deprived of right now? I think in uh uh thanks Ad for <laughs> for giving me the opportunity of like just share with, with all of you guys just wanted to say that. Um I think one of those things that really um really kept me thinking and, and keep me thinking every single day is just the reality that we are all living in right now, you know. Um um I don't know if a lot of you are foreigners or not, but I'm as a foreigner in the US, it's having really, really um hard to to, to really understand the reality. Uh, in both places, you know, for me, like in Ecuador, like the situation is not looking any good, any, any good, you know, I think, uh, I think um, I feel blessed, but it's that, it's that feeling of what is going to happen next, you mm-hmm. know, what, what is going to happen back home with my family when they have curfews, when they are not allowed to really go out and, and, and go shopping with freedom, you know, they need their, yeah. um, their um, IDs to go to, um stores because they they cannot have a lot of people you know it's it's going it's going close to twenty thousand cases there and it's such a tiny country so so just imagining all those things and, and and really thinking you know those things really 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 seeing those things deprive me from from really um appreciating the whole picture of this you know i think um i think one thing that i i need to always be reminded of is that in the midst of adversity like this, um, there's always a, there's always an opportunity. So what is that opportunity that God is giving us right mm-hmm. now? And mm-hmm. I, I'm sure um, that will develop it a little bit more as we go. But what is that opportunity that we're looking for or we're trying <clears throat> to find or we're finding already, you know, in the midst of this situation, in the midst of adversity, you yeah. know, that is one thing that I've been thinking about um, pretty much lately. And uh, yeah.
0: How about you, Kirsten? What What do you think has been maybe some things that you've been deprived?
1: Um, oh, that's a hard one. Um, I think we've been very lucky, um, not to be first of all alone in a house that we were with family. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that's why it's hard for me to kind of think of like what could what could I feel deprived of, but I think it's the whole future aspect with Raul, just, um, I I get excited and passionate about the future, I'm always striving for the future, but I'm also um, one of those people that love to live in the moments, and so I'm um, feeling like I've been, even deprived right now, it's been kind of exhausting, this whole COVID-19 thing, um, I've noticed mm. it's taken a lot out on me, um, emotionally, spiritually, mm. physically, Um, just draining and feeling deprived of a real connection, Um, even with the people that are right in between me. (laughs) Um, Sometimes we just get super, when we're tired, we just kind of um, default to watching TV and not really connecting and and being intentional with that time together. Mm -hmm. And I've been actually feeling that a lot lately, Um, just that striving for real deep connection, just because um yeah i just feel like everything feels like everything's uh stand still and paused and um and i feel like uh when that happens we i i, I feel everything becomes stagnant and um even with myself and my walk with god and um that that feeling of being stagnant um robs f- feels like it robs me from what I'm created to have is that real heart to heart connection and memory building and um and experiencing moments that we could treasure a lifetime that are priceless so um I think that's been the biggest thing on my heart lately is feeling deprived of that
0: yeah yeah some of you had put that uh, you're feeling deprived of your students You know, uh, I'm sure uh, normally by this time, every school year, you're all looking forward for school getting out because everybody's just kind of tired of each other in the classroom. (laughs) And now all of a sudden, you want to be back with your students, you know? And and that kind of goes to the next thing. I've forgotten what prosperity is. I have forgotten um, what that, uh, you know, all that stuff that, i was in the past i'm just trying to remember what that is like you know uh, i think uh, for me um i feel deprived of um, seeing all of you on a sunday morning visiting with you on a sunday morning being uh, even our office the quietness of our office and just you know you know we're trying to laugh we're trying to have fun but it just you can just feel this kind of kind of a a presence there that it's just not, not the same. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we're just uh, missing that. And so maybe for some of you, it's connections, maybe um, just the opportunities. So, so Jeremiah says that in, in verse 17, and 18, he's going through a hard time. He says, I've deprived of peace. I've forgotten what prosperity is. My splendor is gone. The shine of my life is gone. When I think of splendor, I think of something shiny. Okay. And, and, and just the enjoyment of life is just kind of like just faded away. All right. And he even says, and all that I hoped from the Lord that I thought God was going to do in my life, that's all shifted. That's all changed. And so you may be feeling that the same right now as well that, uh, that everything has shifted for you and has changed, in verse um, in verse 21. So, what do we do with that? What do we do when we feel deprived and we've, you know, we're we're missing the very things that that we've gotten so accustomed to, so comfortable with, we've enjoyed uh, so much. And when we get to this place, it's the everyday, uh, steady faithfulness of God and he says yet this i call to mind so he was he was in a dark place and then he says i've got to stop and i gotta call this to mind i've gotta i gotta reboot and rethink some things here okay and therefore when i recall this to mind i have hope yeah. and i want to speak into this this hope that even though everything we're all waiting for the reopening, right? We're all waiting for the opportunity to get together. And we're just waiting with anticipation yet it hasn't happened. And, and that gets frustrating at times. And he says, I call this to mind. Therefore I have hope because of the Lord's great love. We are not consumed. We are not consumed. You know, I I have to ask this question, you know, what What is consuming you right now? Uh, I'm sure questions are consuming you right now. I'm sure it's um, the uncertainty of what things are is consuming you right now. Mm. Um, you know, some of you are furloughed. Some of you are uh, laid off of your job. Some of you are not knowing what the economy is going to look like down the road. And, and, and those things can just be... So consuming. And and Jeremiah says, because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed. We are not consumed. For his compassions never fail. His compassions never fail. Or his mercies never fail. And then he says, they are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. So... In the midst of where we are right now, when everything's been put on pause, as you said, Kirsten, when all of a sudden there's been a uh, a, a foreigner in a in a land, and all of a sudden being miles away from family in Ecuador, and having to uh, know what your country's going through, Raúl. You know, the deal is is that this can. You know sometimes we just get caught up in our own little world that this is just affecting my world my little world but you know one of the things that you brought for me in this is is that this is a worldly perspective this is a world this this is all countries are impacted by this and uh, and and god's great love is the same in all those places so what I want to encourage all of us in, in as we think about this is that uh, we need to remind ourselves, uh, therefore I call to mind I call to mind the Lord's great love, and then I'm overwhelmed with that love and those things that were consuming me, the news, the uncertainty of of everything. You know, all of that, all of a sudden, you know that God's got you. Mm-hmm. All, of, all of a sudden, you know that his compassions are there, that he knows exactly what you need. And that knows exactly when it's going to happen and how it's going to all happen. Um, and he's faithful every day. Share with me, uh, with all of us a little bit, maybe where you guys have seen um, God's faithfulness or God's love. And where it has helped you from not getting consumed by this COVID nineteen uh, pandemic.
2: Well, I think I think one of the things, uh, and as I mentioned before, um, I like to see all of this as a, as an opportunity, and, and being like something that has helped me to not be consumed is is really it's a, it's an exercise. Okay, so it's not something that happens. All of a sudden, you know, because when the when this started to to just you know take take more strength in our in our in our hearts, in our brains, in like you know with with social media, with with the news, it it just you know it keeps us in a place of what is gonna happen next. And I think for any human, any person, the average person, whoever, that is something that like we need to be in control of things. You know, like we need to to say, I need to know how I'm going to feed my family tomorrow. I need to know mm. um, what's going to happen with my business tomorrow. I need to know what's going to happen with my job tomorrow. And that's something that that really consumes our heart. And it was interesting because um, this reminded me of a message that a friend of mine sent me this morning. We've been talking on and off, um, and, and he's from church. And he said something really interesting about it because I told him, it's it's just a matter of, uh, you know, see what God is going to do in times like this. And he's like... He kind of like not confronted me, but he said something really sweet and nice. And he said, "Um, um, he said, in trusting that Jesus has us in his hands every day, not just time like this is so important. So, so it was interesting because I, I was like reminded automatically this morning about that, mm-hmm. you know, is how are we allowing these situations to affect us positively or to affect us? in a negative way mm. you know there's so many uh, opportunities for us to say this can go all sorts of wrong
0: mm-hmm.
2: right but there's also um a lot of opportunities for us to say how can i how can i improve myself in the midst of this process so it is concerning <clears throat> and it's not easy as my wife mentioned before as kirsten said before we've been so focused on sometimes just kind of relax and, and chill And feel a little too comfortable I Mm. think the moment we're too comfortable in a situation that's when we are losing a lot of valuable time of really dig deep into connection with God you know Mm -hmm. so I I think in moments like this I struggle a lot yeah I struggle a lot to be very vulnerable with you I struggle a lot because I don't I don't feel like doing much you know I feel like All the efforts that we're doing to to move forward and to see um, some sort of result, whether it's our business, whether it's our our personal lives, it it, it seems stuck, you know, and every every time I receive the the revelation of, because it's not about you, it's about what God wants to do in your life, what are you going to do about it? It's easy to say, and it's a very positive thing to say, but how many of us, are debating and are, like, saying yes to that, and I meant and I meant to that. But, like, me, I have a hard time putting that in practice. So I think that's just one thing that I yeah, yeah. just want to put out there. Yeah, I, you know, what I loved about that, Raul,
0: is this is what we can do as the church, okay? So we can't get together physically. But what happened, a friend from the church yeah. spurred you on. The friend in the church spoke words of affirmation to you yeah now okay we can do that through texting so you know one thing i call yet this is what i call to mind we can call each other to mind about what god is doing and so that we don't get consumed by the ways of the world we don't get consumed by being isolated and all of a sudden going to bad places in our mind and yeah. and all those things, we we are able to speak into each other. So I I'm encouraging each and every one. We have the technology. You know how to text. You have Facebook. You have yeah. all those things that God has blessed us with, and we can we can celebrate the love of God, and we can remind each other that God's got us in this time and at all times. Just as, just as you were had this morning. that That's the church really speaking into each other. Kirsten, a few minutes, what do you yeah. have to say?
1: Um, so just thinking back at your question is like how God has, you know, how we have seen God through this. Um, one of the biggest events before everything kind of went super, super crazy, or literally like a split second before everything kind of shut down, um, oh, I don't know if everyone knows this, but Raul was in Australia for a friend's wedding uh, for two weeks. And um, I had gotten a message from my brother saying like, hey, they might be shutting the borders um, for, you know, um, international flights. Um, You might want to check out his flight. But um, we never got a notification on our end that his flight was canceled or anything like that. Um, But I ended up calling anyways. And I was on... Hold for two hours and finally got through and this lady's like oh no you you know we looked up your flight your flight should be fine and i asked her is there a way we can reroute it so he was supposed to go through california and that's where they were really hit um and as she was looking through other flights she noticed the same exact flight as she was browsing um that he was supposed to be on was canceled but on our reservation, it didn't show it was. Mm. And um, as she was looking and browsing, she's like, You're, let me check into this. And then she got back to me and said, his flight is canceled. I don't know why you didn't get notified, but I'm glad we found this out. I can get him on a flight as soon as uh, in two hours from now, his time, if he can get to the airport in that amount of time. And so I called him and I was like, Hey, I called him twice. Cause he was sleeping. It was early in the morning. And, um, I told him like was cool. he was gone. <laughs> um, but I told him like, Hey, like you need to pack up and go. Cause we need to get you on this flight. And, um, by the time he got, into nebraska dad got a notification saying that his airline had shut down all international flights and it was just the timing is perfect for god and everything that he does in this um, pandemic what it reminds me of is that this didn't hit him by surprise um and i think through this whole process and especially in that moment God reminded me of how He takes care of every detail, Um, and as long as, like you had mentioned, as long as we are just seeking Him and surrendering to Him and hearing from Him and trying to be sensitive to Him, um, how He can really provide. Um, And so it's been encouraging, um, even though it's been really hard at moments. um, My biggest exercise has been um, just look at the past track record God's had in my life and in our lives and just know that that's good enough for us to know he's got my back. Um, And that's been like the, the most powerful thing that we can do for ourselves. You know, we're powerful people. Uh, We have the choice to be able to look at who God is and decide for ourselves what is true and what isn't. Um, And even like be able to reach out to each other and remind each other of that. Um, But that's, that's been the biggest thing God's been doing in my heart and in my in our lives uh, during this whole pandemic.
0: Yeah, so God's compassion's never fail, okay? So just know that. I know that maybe you're discouraged today, maybe you are frustrated today, and maybe now that it's raining, the kids can't even go outside and play, and all those kind of things, it's just kind of like, oh my goodness, is this gonna ever end? God's compassion's never, never fail. They are new every morning. You don't get yesterday's compassion. There's no leftovers. You get what you need for today, okay? They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness, God. Great is your faithfulness. I'll close it out with this. He says, I say to myself, Jeremiah is reminding himself, the Lord is my portion. The Lord is my portion. Now, when you really like something, you take large portions okay you take a lot of it and listen god just take all of what god is just take everything of what god is he is your portion and then you you just you just devour who he is okay and and you take that portion into yourself therefore i will wait for him And that waiting doesn't, isn't meaning like we're going to sit back and say, okay, God, we're just going to get over with the waiting. This word waiting here is like, um, you're, you're doing something like a waiter or a waitress that you're, you are, you're serving God. You are, you're doing what would bring honor to God. Therefore, I will wait for him. I will, if whatever god nudges me to do i will i will go do that i will wait and i will see what god wants me to do if he has a need that he wants me to to meet i'm going to do that i'm going to do that so last verse a couple of verses here the lord is good to those who hope in him listen that is a promise you can hold on to today the lord is good to those who hope hope is in him to the one who seeks him we we need to be seeking him. We need to he we need to recognize that he's the portion that we need every day, not Fox News, not CNN, not the World News. That, that, that's junk food. Okay, all right. You need the healthy stuff, the good stuff. Okay, and uh, he, and it says the one who seeks him. It is good to wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. Well, I'm going to wrap this up with prayer. If you have prayer needs, would you go to Uh, prayer at carneyfree.com. If you have any financial needs or anything that you're just needing help with, would you just please reach out to us? We want to come alongside you. This is not a time to journey this by yourself. This is a time to lean into the church body. Let the church body love on you and uh, be there for you. So Father, I thank you. I thank you for the very fact that your love is great and we are not consumed that uh your compassions your mercies never fail for they are new every morning today God we have exactly the mercies we need and your compassion today exactly what we need for today exactly we're not be lacking in any of it and you're there and you're faithfully providing so I pray father for those that are that are serving in our our medical care people, our nurses, our doctors, first responders, uh, those that are out in the community just serving, those that are homebound, all of that, Father, I just ask God that you would just give them your mercy. You pour your mercy upon them. We think of our, our family and friends in Ecuador and, and even our, our children in Colombia. and And Lord God, we know that in, in those countries, they don't have the, the comforts that we have here in, in North America, in the States. And they, they don't have all the access to things as much as we do here. And Father, we ask that you would pour your mercies upon them as well. That your faithfulness would be proven even more so to them as well today. So Father, we thank you that today we wait before you and we're waiting not with just sitting back and lounging around we're waiting finding asking what is it god that uh, that you want me to do what is it that you want me um what is it that that i can do to help meet the needs of what this situation raul said it early on in this time these this is a season to look for great opportunities and god we we're we're the waiters. We are the ones that are seeing the opportunity, and then we respond. And you give us mercy and love and the compassion to do so. So, uh, God, I pray and thank you for for our church family. Thank you for each one that's that's logged on here. Bless them. May they feel your love just overwhelming them and just covering them in abundance today. And we just pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. 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 Hey, thank you guys for uh, joining in with us uh, this noon hour. And uh, remember, you have all the mercy you need today from God, and he's faithfully there to provide it for you. God bless.